The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. We want to begin the broadcast today by first sharing with you something very important. The prophet Amos said that God does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. And you have heard a friend of Medjugorje say many times that the more you pray and the more you become in union with Our Lady and her work and her messages, the more your life, and even the words you speak, Will become prophetic. So on February the 1st, 2018, a friend of Medjugorje gave the forecast for the following day. The stock market crashed the following day. In between the time that a friend of Medjugorje said these words, which we're about to play for you, at 2 a.m. in the morning in Alabama time, Our Lady gave these following words in Medjugorje. My children do not believe lying voices which speak to you about false things, false glitter. And it was as if it was an echo of what a friend of Medjugorje had said the day before. And so this is a friend of Medjugorje, February the 1st, 2018. This is part of our plan. There's no way for the changes we're seeing. Yes, you see, okay, well, we got the stock markets going. There's been seven, eight trillion dollars added to the stock markets. Don't be deceived about these things. 
This is just giving us a reprieve to get our ark built. The stock markets are overheated. If it's gained in 12 months, trillions of dollars in value, it's speculative. This doesn't mean that you're going to go to those things and that everything's going to be rosy and we've got something beautiful coming and prosperity. That prosperity can disappear in a moment. Prosperity we would have is through holiness. June 24th, 1968, we took silver off the backing of the dollar. This June 24th, 2018, will mark the 50th anniversary of the silver backing being removed from the U.S. dollar. And this is not to say that everything's going to fall apart on that date, but it is a strong reminder what we will know can happen by virtue of what has happened by unbacked currencies for the last 5,000 years of recorded history. It's there. And isn't it just like God to let the fool, those who are chasing materialism, be fooled by this? Because they're going to stay in the stock markets. They're going to make more money. The stock market keeps going up. When's the last time you threw a ball and it didn't come back down? The proverbial saying, what goes up comes down. It is principled. Did you know what the stock market's gold is going up, but silver's not? What does that tell you? What does it tell you from the teacher of truth? When Our Lady says, speaking of her son, he is the light of common sense. Gold can't go up and silver not go up unless it's manipulated to be suppressed. Don't think, well, I'll just stay in the stock market a little bit longer, or I won't put my savings in my 401k and all these things in silver right now. I'll wait. That's where people are messing up. You're blind. Don't fall for these things. With electronics, as we've spoken before, going to digital currency, that disappears and instantly it's gone. You've heard me say, in 2008, the government bailed out the banks. In the next crash, your savings, your investments, your 401ks is going to bail out the banks. They will not lose. They never have. Because we have a promise. We have a truth that everything not of God is passing. And it may be clean looking, maybe like the stock markets. Well, everybody, we got a lot of Christians in the stock market. Will they get out? And so the following day, the stock market crashed, and it continued that crash into Monday. And you're about to hear the closing of the stock market on Monday, February the 5th. That is the bell at the New York Stock Exchange there as the market comes to a close plunging at latest count more than 1,100 points. At worst, during the day, it was down some 1,500 points. The Dow's worst week now in more than two years. What do you think about hearing this one week later? Well, it always surprises me when you feel something natural you just start speaking about, and then you see the reality of come so quick, and we had this happen in 2008 with the crash, 777. Was the biggest point drop of the stock markets at that point, and that seven 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 obviously was a sign. And so here it is. Last Thursday we were talking about this, and I believe what I say because it's part of our philosophy, because it's formed by the messages and scriptural, and how people are getting gains and want to make as much as possible, and they stay greedy, they stay too long, and they lose. Measure number was, was aired Thursday and taped what you just heard earlier in the beginning of the broadcast, the next day it crashed. Can we say, oh, that's just coincidence? No, because we were talking about medianomics, about what we're supposed to be doing, how we're supposed to be living. How do we know this was of God 
as far as spiritual matters, that the economy is of the devil. Well, this was the sixth largest crash in the history of the stock markets. The sixth. You know how many points it fell on the Friday, the next day after this broadcast? 666 points. So contemplate that. The Dow plummets 666 points, the worst week in two years, the sixth largest crash. That should shake you. And then here we come up Monday, and we drop 1,600 points, bounces back to 1,100 points. We spoke, I think, last week, if I recall, about your 401ks. There was over almost a trillion and a half dollars lost out of the stock market just from February 1st, February 5th. Over a trillion dollars. You know where your 401k is? They invest it. And we already have heard from people who's lost a lot of money. Some, a great portion of it. What would you be better off with? We did a broadcast three weeks ago or so. Who do you bet on, the tortoise or the hare? This comes from an article that is titled, Stock Drop Rattles Investors After Long Market Run-Up. Working alone at home, Eric Lovequest often turns on a TV sports channel to supply background chatter. But when stock prices plummeted Monday afternoon, the music research specialist quickly flipped to a financial news show and leaned in to listen. I don't follow it all the time, said Lovequest of Billerica, Massachusetts. He was among the millions of individual investors who, until the last few days, savored a bull market so steady it seemed nearly immune to a setback. Then I saw something in the afternoon that the Dow is down 1,000. And I thought, what? If it's any reassurance to LoveQuest, he is hardly alone. The 1,175-point drop in the Dow Jones Industrial Average Monday, about 4.6% of its value, capped two days of losses that have erased the stock market's gain for the year. The Dow is still up 21.3% over the last 12 months. But while many investors took comfort in the possibility that the setback to their retirement and college nest eggs might be short-lived, the sell-off still felt like a shock to some. The run-up has been so strong for so long, even some who told themselves the market would reverse directions eventually were caught off guard. Everybody was riding pretty high on how the markets were doing before and all of a sudden something that seems relatively optimistic has just come crashing down, said Chris Cornett, a security engineer in the Dallas area, who has been putting money into stocks in hopes that they will help put his two grade school-aged children through college. Cornett, 40, said he usually checks on the value of those investments once every few days, but on Monday he kept the stock charts up on a second screen of his computer at work, his aggravation growing the farther the indices dropped. I think everybody got lulled into a false sense of security, he said. 
On Wall Street, traders took Monday's drop in stride, noting the tremendous changes in the markets since crashes like the one in 1987 that saw the Dow loss nearly 23% of its value in a single day. With the modern market's computerization and built-in stop orders, you're not going to have a 1987 kind of fear that spreads from guy to guy, said Stephen Gilfoyle of the private trading firm Sarge 986. Still, he said as stocks dropped Monday, people were looking at each other. Matthew Cheslock, an equity trader at Virtue Financial, played down the drop. It's not a panic sell. It is just a case where the market has gotten a little ahead of itself, he said. Some Main Street investors agreed with that sentiment, saying that they had no intention of withdrawing from the market. It'll come back. It always does, said Brandon Sweet, an insurance salesman in Farmington, Connecticut. On Monday, he tweeted, RIP my 401k but said he was really trying to make light of the situation. At 30, Sweet said he figures he has many years until he needs the money in his retirement account. Who knows? Next week, it could go up, up, up. You know, the market doesn't go up in a smooth curve, and it doesn't go down in a smooth curve, said B.D. Softly, a database analysis in Lincoln, Nebraska, who was an active investor. The worst thing to do in a downturn is to panic. Lovequest, who is 51, said he too intends to sit tight, reassured in part by the sizable gains over the past year in the nest eggs he and his wife are setting aside for retirement. Until a week or so ago, those returns had been so robust, He's begun wondering if they might not be able to stop working a couple of years ahead of their original schedule. But even with the setback, he's still feeling pretty good about the substantial gains over the past year. I've been kind of waiting for today to happen, to be honest, because there's just so high it can go, he said. To be honest, he's being dishonest to himself. He's going to wait for it to happen again. Let me ask you something. We've got a sign that our lady says, look at the signs of the times. Read those signs. Don't be deaf and blind. How is it that Friday morning we get six, six, six plus a six, four sixes, the sixth largest crash in his history? Does that not speak to you? And this guy's going to wait. He thinks he's going to come back. So Monday, look at Caterpillar. They were just talking about how much they've made this year, this past 12 months. They're huge. There's like $65 billion in the company, something like that, that they made. Let's take IBM, put them there. Let's put AT&T. Just take three companies representing all the other companies that Monday morning, Caterpillar was producing equipment. Their distribution centers all over the place from Australia to Croatia. I've been to their dealership there because we go to Mezhigoria. We're very familiar with them. What changed from Monday in the morning to the evening when their stocks and everything went down? The company's the same company. The same people are working there. This is all the speculative things. It's artificial. 
and it can crash that much and lose that much value of the company. Say stocks are $100 a share, and then it drops down to 50 to share. You want to be in something like that? This is exactly what ain't going to happen when it was written about. Usury. This is making money on a speculative way that's not real. And you trust your 401k there? You know what and who, what the people did in 1929? Those who got out and went into the depression with money became rich. But see here, just like both these guys, the story that was just read, well, I'll wait a little longer. We'll wait for it to come back. One day it's not going to come back. It's going to be gone. And what's going to be the safest thing? Why did gold jump $14 an ounce when this happened? Because people started fleeing to what's real. The stock markets really isn't real. Yes, you can become rich on it, but they all stay in it. It's the gambling phenomenon. You run and you've made so much, you're going to stay in there. Well, I'm just going to hold my lower stocks now until it goes back up. And most of the people have made enough money to pull out but they just want a little bit more. Greed does that. You become blind and you think, okay, it's going to come back. Our lady said, as we repeated last week, and I've been repeating that everything out of God is passing. It's dangerous to be in anything that's not with God. So gold right now is at $1,330 an ounce. Silver has been around $16 an ounce. Let's just say this for an example. Let's say that you have 1,000 ounces at $16, which is $16,000. So you take $16,000 and you buy gold. How many ounces you get? You get about 12 ounces. If gold jumps $100 per ounce, you make a grand total of $1,200. Now remember, Monday, people start running to gold because they know that can't crash. And when this thing causes a panic, then it's going lower and lower and lower and lower, and it can go to zero, and one day it's going to go to zero, and it's going to be worthless. Where are they going to go? It's already proven. Man instinctively knows, even those people that deceive themselves, the brokers up there, they know where to go to. So it took a $14 jump, but we have a grand total. If you take a $100 per ounce increase, you've got 1200 bucks. But as silver jumps... The same amount of money that you pay for the gold, you put in silver. If it just raises up to $10 per ounce, you've made $10,000. $10 is nothing. Silver is being depleted through solar panels, ballistics and missiles, all kind of electronics. It's being consumed. Washing machines. Gold, when it's used, it's retrieved because it has value. It's worth doing that. It's not for silver because it's not being retrieved. It's been consumed. A lot of it will never be found again. So silver and gold, when you look at these two things, are both the same value in the amount of its ratio existence. In other words, silver, though wearing is a precious metal, and yet because it's 10 to 15 times more in the earth than gold, its value is 10 to 15 times less in its worth than gold is. Throughout history, it's been this way. It's only changed of late. This means silver's value is 10 to 15 times less than gold. That means silver's true worth is $88 to $133 per ounce. 
That's what it's worth today. So that means the true value of 1,000 ounces of silver would be between $88,000 and $133,000. Is that not amazing? That's what it's worth. While 12 ounces of gold today's price is worth $16,000. Contemplate that. Think about these things. So what do we have here? We have a manipulation taking place. How can it be the worth of silver, $88 an ounce to $133 an ounce, should be that value, which means it's around 84 times less value than gold that is breaking from history in our time. Because it's manipulated, it's suppressed. When Ain't Gonna Happen was released, nobody would buy silver. We got calls from everybody that was wanting to buy it, and our financial advisor says, don't touch it. Silver is not worth it. But we kept plowing away within 12 months. Everybody started changing, even the financial advisors, and everybody got into it. Ain't Gonna Happen broke this open. There's a track record of it. The Hunt brothers, who made a bad name for silver in the 70s, caused people not to want to buy it. I won't go on that side of it. You can do research. So how do we end up where we are? Well, everybody started going to silver. They're not worried about gold. But they ran to silver, and it started buying in big volumes that it got so much that silver ran up to $50 an ounce. Why? Because people realized that it had worth. Why did it come back down to $16? Because it's national security. And J.P. Morgan and others was probably part of it. And there was evidence of strong manipulation. Why would that be? Because if it was allowed to continue to run up to its value, people would want it than the dollar. And they start using it just like they did the stupid Bitcoins that people just took a tremendous loss on, which we talked about that six months ago. This stuff is bad. Don't get into it. And a lot of people got rich. People on top of it didn't. They lost a lot of money. This just happened too. So the Bitcoin crash just happened. And all these electronic currencies, we're going to see the same things happen. So go back into the point of the manipulation. What happened was the danger of national, truly, really a real danger of the dollar crashing and everybody flying to the silver one-ounce pieces or other halves or quarters would cause a run on it, replacing the dollar. And that's why you see silver hoovering around $16 an ounce and it doesn't move and yet gold took a $14 step in an ounce, but silver doesn't. George Bush Sr. said years ago, read my lips. I say to you to think about that in the same phraseology that he said, why is this? You can read it. You can read the manipulation very clearly. It speaks to you. It's telling you what you're doing. It's around 84 times less than gold. This is disproportionate for everything throughout the history of the world. It's never happened. But they never have the ability. So how did they suppress it? How did they manipulate it? J.P. Morgan started selling silver. And so they say, here's 100,000 ounces you can buy. So they give you a piece of paper. And then the next 
person buys it, they buy 50,000 ounces, they buy 10,000 ounces, whatever the denomination of numbers that they buy, they are able to sell you paper. They don't have that silver. The silver on paper far exceeds physical silver. So we're going to have two crashes with the stock markets. The paper silver that's not held physically by people is not there. In fact, some of the stats we've seen is we have one ounce of physical silver for every hundred ounces out there that's sold on paper. So they have to come up, just like the stock markets, not what really Caterpillar's producing in, in, in yellow iron is what they call the tractors and manufacturing and sales. But in what we do with silver the same way, we create paper and the silver doesn't exist. If everybody cashed in their paper today, they're going to get one ounce per 100 ounces they own, and they're going to lose the other. But that one ounce they have, what's going to happen is it's going to go through the roof. It's going to go sky high. So the whole point of this is to take a fresh look seven days ago at what was foretold to why not to be in these things. Oh, yeah, you can make a lot of money. You can do this, but you won't get out of it, just like everybody else. Well, one more day, one more day. It's the phenomenon of gambling or winning the lottery and you lose. Because that's what it is. The stock market's in the end. It's just a lottery. It's air. It doesn't exist. Did you lose a trillion dollars? You even never make the money. How much money you put in the beginning? A million dollars and then you got four more million. You lose three million. You still get your million. You didn't lose anything. But you do lose. Because one day that million dollars that brought the four million dollar speculative stuff that came in will disappear with it because it can go zero and it's already down. There's banks closing all over the place right now. We are not looking in reality at what God expects and what he has and how to safeguard your wealth. Your 401k, the money you put into it, would be better putting it in the miraculous magic round. Hold on to it. Don't worry where it is, $16 an ounce or where it goes down to $9 an ounce, you're not buying it for that, or where it goes up to $50 an ounce. You're not getting it for that. You got it so that when you retire and there's a crash, or before a crash, you got something physical that can't be valueless. And so what's the pros about silver? Well, you got that much money in silver, 12 ounces, somebody can walk away with that. You get 1,000 ounces, it's actually protected from the weight. Going across the nation, looking at several mints, we saw one mint where they had the back door open, we saw on a pallet a million and a half dollars worth of silver in 1,000-ounce bars. It's a seedy place in the neighborhood. And we ask them, what do you what do you got that big door open like that for? No fence around or nothing. You make a walk in and get that. They said 1,000 ounces is, is small. Your suitcase you catch with the airplane is 40 or 50 pounds. Feel that. 1,000-ounce bars is 75 pounds. It's so small, it's hard to hold, even if you run with it. The point I'm making is, it's harder to take a volume of products away to steal than it would be 12 ounces of gold. So even storing it, which is a negative for some people, is part of the safety of it. Also throughout history, people kill for gold. So yeah, you just need to be clever how you store it. But think about where the world's going. Our least for telling us everything's changing. When she sits and says this is a selfish world means we're headed for trouble because she didn't say it's coming she said do not permit it to rule because it is ruling 
were to intercept that. Everything's coming to a dark future, even though everything looks good. Everything's going good in our country. And it'd be just like a lady wants to spare things, but this is the time of grace. She said that. Don't wait till the time of grace is over. Don't do what you can do in the green wood that you can't do in the dry wood. Just put it to water and everything collapses and you can't get water. What are you going to do? How are you going to get it? Right now you can do it easily. You can dig a well. You can do many things. The most plentiful thing we have that you take for granted and you don't think about it, water, natural gas, heat, toilet paper, things that you never think is going to be the most valuable thing that you have. That's why it's not obvious that the things we have in such plentiful amounts is because it is valuable. See, so the wisdom of the people who are following God see these things, and you have to be thinking about what you're going to do to prepare for your future. One of the points from the February 1st show that I really latched onto was the points you made about Noah and how paralleling that to people now that it's not time to quit your occupation entirely. You can keep your occupation, but you need to keep one foot in that occupation and put one foot on the ark or the boat, which would be, you know, kind of a two-pronged attack would be immediate preservation of your wealth in silver, the miraculous metal magic go around, and then the second prong would be uh, the most important piece would be moving into into land. There's a lot of activity right now with the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje round, especially people are excited about the 2018 rounds coming out. There were a lot of people that responded immediately to the Medjugorje broadcast Thursday and especially the crash that happened on Friday. Somebody who had placed some small orders with Century previously called uh, either Friday or Monday morning and said, hey, I'm ready to do another 40,000. They were calling in response to the crash and they've been listening to Medjugorje and, and, and following along. There's young couples who are making a monthly commitment of anywhere from $500 to a couple thousand dollars, looking at their future, planning for their children, planning for their families. So there's a a broad mix of people who are responding, but the audience who's paying attention, who's waking up, who's seeing the things that are happening and following the friend of Medjugorje and what he's saying is growing. I would add to that, I would rather have $50,000 in silver than three or $400,000 in a 401k that I had the possibility of losing all that, and in an event of a crash, that $50,000 is going to be worth 500000 maybe a million dollars in purchasing power compared to once the correction happens. And remember, people who went into the Depression with money made it. Those who didn't, didn't. And that's where we are today. One other point I came across from It Ain't Gonna Happen, actually, the other day, I was flipping through It Ain't Gonna Happen and came across a section where you had written that at this point, with the price of silver where it is, with the understanding that that our fiat currencies are worth nothing, it's literally like getting silver for free right now. And yes, you've got to spend dollars, but we know from Our Lady's messages, from what you've written and what you've said on these broadcasts, that the dollars are worth nothing. And especially at the price level that silver's at right now, it's literally like you're getting free silver for nothing. I remember one person to will end with this story. They bought, I think they sixty or seventy thousand dollars worth of silver. They watched it go up and sold it when it hit fifty. They got four hundred, almost five hundred thousand dollars. Now they were blessed that they did what they did with it. And I'm not saying you do that for the sense of wanting that kind of increase in profiting off silver. 
and they just were fortunate did all the timing perfectly. But even if you get less back, once something happens to crash, you're going to be way ahead of the game. Because again, the correction drops prices on everything and the silver goes the other way. Still, we caution you to make your own judgment. We're not trying to talk you into something. We're not trying to tell you this is what you need to do. You just reason it out and make your own decision. And just look what just happened. We read the message. We know what's going to happen. And it happens the next day. With no question from God that allowed it to end up 666. That should really shake you. Think about this. For the whole next two weeks, three weeks, how did that happen? And then that was a warning. And the 4-6, and then you got Monday, a huge crash again. And they say, well, it's going up and down, it's going up and down. We'll just wait. To contact Century Silver Exchange about the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje round, you can call toll-free 877-936-7686. That's 877-936-7686. Or visit CenturySilver.com. And of course, as has been stated before, Century Silver is a for-profit subsidiary of Caritas of Birmingham. It has its own income and expenses and pays income taxes on those. And if there's any income left over at the end of the year, it may pay a dividend to Caritas of Birmingham to help further spread its messages. And just to add one more thing to that, keep in mind the special 72-hour pilgrimage sale, which is coming up this Monday, February the 12th. We will begin answering phones at 5 a.m., Alabama Times, that's Central Time, USA, and we'll be answering until midnight every day, the 12th, the 13th, and the 14th. That's a Monday, a Tuesday, and a Wednesday. There was one woman that we actually heard from a few days ago who says that she has her alarm clock set for 345. She's going to get up, take her shower, brush her teeth, and everything before she calls. So so uh, she wanted to be the first one to be on the phone when uh, the 5 o'clock came up uh, that morning. So a lot of people are very excited about this special sale uh, that is coming up again February the 12th. And so this special sale will save, especially with a family or a group, the savings can be up into the thousands of dollars. So again, there is information on medj.com as well as the phone number, contact information for Caritas. None of these broadcasts can be listened to one time and learn everything you need to hear. We have people here, which is the choir. They come to me often and say, I, I listened to this broadcast last week or whatever. I listened to it again and I didn't hear this or learn this. And even months later, people were talking about it. I learned from it because it's about the messages. Anything about a message, it has life to it and it speaks to it. So re-listen to this. Don't pass it off as a one-time listening like the newspaper and cast it away. There's a lot to think about like this. And you just do this test. Listen to this over the next week three times. And ask yourself, each time you listen to it, did you learn something new or did you come to another thought? And listen to it over the next month, several times. Your future is in your hands because a lady's hands hold the whole world and she's showing us what direction to walk. So it is. We are fortunate to be underneath the mantle of Our Lady and can see things before they happen. A beautiful grace. Thank God we have Our Lady. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye.
The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Metronomic Show with a friend of Metrigoria. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205 Six seven two two thousand.